One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, and welcome to My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. This week, we're talking to the founders of Soak Shakes & Co., Roxy and Emma. Here is their big idea. Hi, and today we're joined by Roxy and Emma from Soak & Shakes. So thanks for coming in to ASOS Canteen, which is surprisingly busy this afternoon. Um, so tell us about Soak & Shakes, which is your business. Hey, uh, it's awesome to be here. I'm Roxy. Um, so Soak Shakes is a business that Emma and I started together uh, around 14 months ago was when we had the first idea. Okay. Um, we officially launched eight weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and essentially we produce a range of dairy-free shakes that are all artisan and handmade by us um, using our own cashew milk in a range of five flavors. Yeah, so it's all like fair trade where possible, locally sourced ingredients, all really high quality. You know, we, we use fresh fruit, fresh herbs and spices, okay. no added like refined sugars, additives, preservatives. So everything's really natural. Yeah. So what happened 14 months ago? Like, where did the idea come from? Was it, you know, were you drinking a drink and being like, I could make this better? Or? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, very similar. I mean, we both uh, became vegetarian okay. um, early last year. And, and that was really a trigger to changing our lifestyle. Right. Yeah. And around the same time of changing our lifestyle, we went on holiday together to Thailand. Yeah. Um, and when we were there in Thailand, a really small community village called Koh Anoi, we um, learned how to make coconut milk. Oh, so like right. super fresh coconut milk. Yeah. And and I think we both just really walked away from that experience feeling very inspired and feeling um, very empowered by the fact that we were using our hands again and being yeah. resourceful. Um, so we went back to London um, and realized whilst we were giving up dairy that there was no player in the UK market making awesome dairy-free on-the-go drinks no. that were fresh yeah. and that tasted amazing and that were really like, interesting flavors. Yeah. Um, so I kind of first set out on this journey initially and I began researching like loads of different things about the market and loads of different ideas about flavors and ingredients. Um, and I kind of got to a point where I couldn't really figure out how to make this idea happen. Right. And that's when Emma kind of jumped on board and was yeah. like, what are you doing? Let's just try and make it in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Roxy was looking for these kind of options where we could outsource right. and find like someone basically to make this shake for us. Yeah. And I mean, it, you know, it's a really laborious thing because we started out making coconut milk. We use right. cashew, uh, cashew milk now. But, yeah. you know, we were, you know, you basically have to crack open the coconut, get, yeah. the, you know, the, the meat out from it and then yeah. make that into milk. Oh my um, goodness. So we were really struggling to find, well, Roxy was really struggling to find somewhere that would make that for us. Yeah. And we didn't want to use like a UHT kind of already made for yeah. us uh, milk uh, and then yeah I was just like what are you doing like let's just get <laughs> some coconuts and then make the milk ourselves yeah. uh, like we had done on holiday and then yeah. 
I was like, let's go forward with this. And yeah, we I came on board at that point yeah. um, and became a co-founder. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so that was probably about, I mean, that was really like 14 months ago when yeah. we started literally cracking coconuts yes. every single weekend yeah. in the kitchen. And, and then soon realized that that wasn't scalable at all. No, no, I <laughs> yeah. can imagine that, yeah, you're kind of, your hands are going to get sore and it's going to get pretty messy. Yeah. But what were you doing then? What were the jobs that you were doing? Well, you know, you went on Thailand, you went to Thailand on holiday. Yeah. What, what were you doing before you sort of got into this? And I understand you're still doing the jobs, right? So yeah. what, what do you do? Well, I'm a copywriter, right? Um, and I was, yeah, doing that full time as well yeah. then. I'm still now, but with a different company, right? Okay. Yeah. And Roxy, how about you? Um, so I was a, a account director um, for a marketing startup company that was super fast paced, and right. I was traveling a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, and I do kind of. I always love this question because it does make me think of, of what that trigger is because it's not like you're just going about your business and always constantly thinking like what's the idea and yeah. how can I just start something of my own but yeah. I think that everyone has a different uh, point at which something else comes into their mind and is like you know what if I did do something else and is this really it you know Yeah. and my moment was when I was just waiting for the tube on the northern line and I'd had an <laughs> intensely busy day and I just thought to myself is this literally what I'm doing like day in and day out yeah. I'm just progressing on this career ladder you know um, and so starting to do something else in the kitchen for us became like a really nice reprieve yeah. from that yeah um, but yes yeah, so I was in marketing global account director for marketing technology company and then I left that job and now I work uh, four days a week in another role and I took a pay cut so right. I could have some time to yeah. focus on soak okay that's it's yeah. impressive and was that yeah. sort of did it feel like quite a big step sort of taking that pay cut and going to four days a week yeah, massively. Um, I definitely noticed an income, you yeah. know. <laughs> you know, you, you can't, uh, London is so amazing when you do, when, you know, when you do have disposable income yeah. because there is so much to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then equally, the I was just driven by this, you know, uh, intrinsic, I guess, energy that ultimately you do have to take sacrifices to build something that you want to build yeah. um, and do something that you want to do. So having Fridays free, because I was working Monday mm-hmm. to Thursday, was amazing and yes you know I may have the first couple of Fridays slept in a bit and had brunch at home and taken the dog for a super long walk but then when you realize that people start responding to your emails and you start growing and you start to get traction then all like you can't have enough time to make things happen you know so let's go back to sort of you know so you've been making the coconut milk in the kitchen and really traction so how did you get your product out to people you know is it friends of friends or did you have a market stall how did you launch to yeah. enter? Uh, well, first, yes, we were making our coconut uh, milk and we also started doing cashew milk because we realised yeah. that that was something that was quite, like, uh, labour-intensive and, and you know, we were experimenting with different flavours. We yeah. came up with a peanut butter and banana one, which is, today, is still our best kind of is seller. Because yeah. um, who doesn't love peanut butter? <laughs> um, and, yes, yeah, so that's made using cashew milk. And we had our first market, so I think we'd done loads of testing with family and friends right. and friends of friends and... We finally were kind of like, okay, we're ready, we're going to do a market. So we did, um, went to Cabbages and Fox Market in Marlebone, Mm -hmm. which is a really good starting market because it's quite easy, it's a privately owned market, so you don't have all the kind of legislation issues that you do with the big kind of London farmers Mm -hmm. markets. Um, And, you know, as long as you have your kind of health and safety and all of that, you're good to go. Um, So we, yeah, we served there first, we sold our first shake there. I mean, it was quite mad, it was a dog day, so they were like, we're (laughs) expecting a really big turnout. So we were like, oh my God, oh my God. 
So, like, we had been to the market before, but yeah. we hadn't been on a dog day. So, <laughs> we were, apparently, it's a huge thing. Um, so, yeah, we ended up making like 100, well, it must have been 120 shakes. We made I think. 120 because we bought yeah. four chili buns yeah. that yeah. could fit 40 each. Yeah, and then we filled them all up. Yeah. The ice. We, had a, we even had an ice delivery arrive at the market oh. stall in the morning just to keep everything because it's a fresh product, yeah. so we have to keep it chilled. And yeah, I mean, we did well. We did really well. I think we sold about 50-something shakes yeah. and we sampled about 30 more. Yeah, um, So we didn't do too badly no. in terms of like really over, you know, over catering. Yeah. But yeah, it was intense because we were up to like 4 a.m. trying to get that stuff oh done. And God. that's when we knew coconut has got to go. We're going to have to push forward <laughs> with, with cashew milk from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So coconut much quicker. has got to go. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely a big lesson in not over catering. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and definitely checking things out. And um but yeah, and Capture's Frogs are really supportive. But from that moment, we launched our market, we sold our first shake, yeah. realized that this can be a business yeah. and that people will buy it from us. That must be an incredible moment when you know, you've know you had that idea. Yes, your friends and family have yeah. said, yeah, I love it. Oh, I'm not sure on that flavor, but I really like that one. Can I yeah. have some more? Yeah. But actually having a stranger then buy your product, yeah. that's yeah. exciting. It's the weirdest thing when we were like seeing people walking around the other stores yeah. with like, our shakes. And I was like, oh my God, so proud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really, really awesome. It was really awesome. Um, and that's when kind of the bug really caught on because yeah. we realized like, okay, we can absolutely do this and people will buy it from us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no one returned it back to us after yeah. the first sip. So. <laughs> Thank God. Um, and then after that, basically, it just became a job of dropping off samples. Um, okay. And looking at how we could make it work. So we both work around Warren Street and Soho. Right. Yeah. So we just identified local stockists that we liked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that would possibly be a, a great fit. Um, and then I would just go in and like classic old school kind of sales of just going in and trying to start a rapport and, and a relationship. And is you know? that something that you'd already had experience of? Did you know how to sort of make that sort of, it's quite a cold sale, even if, you know, you yeah. like the place and they might have met, seen you before buying yeah. a sandwich or salad there. But, you know, yeah, where did you pluck up the courage Thank from? God for Rob's yeah. natural sales skills. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm, my my career has been sales. Right, you know, yeah. Um, or commercial, like, partnerships and sales yeah. and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it's it, it honestly is just people, you know, yeah. and just trying to just be like, oh, I love your shop. And immediately, flattery. Yeah. yeah. We'll you know, you people, people like their ears prick up. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. really? Why do you like it? You know? Yeah. And, and um, our important thing was that the product sold itself. Yeah. And okay. I think I've always had that problem in my own career where I'm selling something that has loads of challenges against it, whether yeah. it's a, an app or, you know, whatever it is. But the moment that someone tasted it, they'll be like, oh, this is actually really, really yeah. good, you know? Yeah. Um, Dairy-free was a natural kind of selling point because a lot of customers are coming into the stores and asking for dairy-free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and cashew milk is very new because yeah. there's soy and almond. Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, we, we were very lucky um, in that we, like where we worked, it was easy to kind of drop samples off to people who yeah. naturally would have an affinity. Yeah. Um, and then we got our first stockist called Ben's House, which is a cafe in Fitzrovia, so just right. by Warren Street. Yeah. Super handy, en route to work. Yeah. Um, and he started stocking it in like June, I think, last year. Yeah. Um, and then from there, we got approached by other people like Dalesford and okay. Selfridges. Okay, yeah. um, But also largely through our Instagram account. Yeah, because I was going to ask yeah. sort of how has it worked in terms of like a marketing plan or, you know, so you've done the like, there's only so many cafes you can carry on walking into yeah. every yeah. day, so. 
know, yeah. in order to kind of scare, you know, grow that scale and capitalize on, you know, obviously what you can hear is noise about you. So Instagram has worked really well. Yeah, yeah. really, really well. Uh, we've had people, I think our second stockists, Eat17 stores yeah. in Walthamstow and Hackney, yeah. they were like, you know, we've seen your branding on social, we yeah. really like it, um, we'd love to, you know, taste the product. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that happened again with Selfridges. Yeah. So that was a really great a great way for us to get, you know, the word out without actually having to go and knock on as many doors as yeah. we first thought we might. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in terms of that, I mean, yeah, we definitely wanted to then look at kind of getting into offices more okay. and gyms as well. Yeah. Because especially with, you know, flavors like peanut butter and banana, cacao mm-hmm. and chili. These are quite, you know, I mean... It's a healthy product yeah. without, you know, we don't want it to like taste like a really healthy product yeah, in yeah. the way that it's like people just sort of stomach it because they're dairy free or because yeah, yeah. they want to buy into that kind of uh-huh. a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to make something that was going to be just really delicious whether yeah. you had a need to have something different yeah. or not. Um, so yeah, we started then looking into like gyms and offices where yeah. people have like a daily sort of requirement. Yeah, that. and, and a, you a bit can, of a routine and habit. Exactly, then. exactly. So then you have like your recurring orders yeah. and you can have large orders then say yeah. like a handful down to this store here yeah. and then across London and another yeah. store with sort of a smaller order. But when you're doing that, are you, at that stage, and I guess that that is also now, you're still making the product? Yes. Yourself? Yep. Yes. On uh, all day Sunday and uh, Wednesday afternoons through to late. late. That's yeah. amazing. So yeah. what kind of knock-on effect has that had on your, you know, your social life, etc.? Yeah, massively. Um... I mean, you know, like to go back to your earlier question of how, like, you can't exactly knock on all the doors and drop off yeah. samples. So, you know, it's, it's had to, you know, we've had to think of ways that we can, like, maximize our efforts all the time. So, yeah. like, Instagram and Twitter became huge to just make it, to build that presence and then attract buyers without us need, even needing to email them. Yeah. And then the actual production of it, it's, you know, our USP, um, or I guess the, the unique thing about our product is that it is so fresh. And in order to maintain, yeah, we have gotta to make it fresh. <laughs> you gotta make things fresh, girl. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and I mean, we know the recipe intimately. Obviously, I mean, Emma's like basically head like pioneered our yeah. our head of production and our recipe development. Yeah. Um, it's easy because I mean, we we you know, it's it's it came down to the fact that getting friends and family to help is difficult and yeah. on a Wednesday evenings that's when my sister helps and her boyfriend yeah. comes okay. in as well and oh, we all don our hair nets and, and get squeezing yeah um, and does this just happen in your kitchen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're still making it in yeah, mm-hmm. our residential kitchen. Yeah. Thank goodness we live together otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we didn't live together, I think it would be extremely hard to try and coordinate schedules yeah. in life. Yeah. But it totally has, I mean, our lifestyles have totally changed. Yeah. I think the last time we watched something like end-to-end on Netflix was really? Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Think, okay. Like a million years ago. Game of Thrones, yeah. haven't seen it. Breaking know, Bad, haven't I, seen uh, it. Like, you know. And I, I was actually reading something <laughs> in a book recently where um, like a UK author, I can't remember the name, but they basically were saying like, because you've got this thing in your mind for months and months and months and months, that yeah. your friends and your family only really clock on that it's actually become something big for you yeah. once you don't have the time anymore. Yes. You know, and once yeah. you're actually on Wednesday nights busy because that's production yeah. night, yeah. as it's been production night for the last year, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's only really kind of starts to like take traction. But yeah, it's it's very difficult and we've absolutely, yeah. I kind of had to like dig deep to find the stamina to do it after a hard yeah. day work. Yeah, no, definitely. You know. it's, it's not just the making of the product, obviously 
so we do have to deliver it in the morning and it's a chill product so yeah. we have to move quickly and we have all these like ice packs and crazy yeah. things but also it's the admin it's the accounting mm. it's like everything that goes in with the business it's the emails and obviously yeah. we both you know work full time yeah um, well I mean obviously Roxy works four days a week but still yeah, like, it's, much. it's mad yeah. when you're there and you're like okay you don't have the time in the day to email people back so you have yeah. to email them back on lunch breaks or you have to yeah. start your job you know an hour before yeah. in the office so that you can do that work and then yeah. get on to your day job and then after that you know do three four five hours in the evening yeah. of everything yeah. crazy like, so you mentioned that your sister helps on a Wednesday night but have you yeah. had any yeah. other sort of assistance and help whether it's a mentor or do you have someone who does your bookkeeping or anything like that so or is it all you it's um so because both of our backgrounds is kind of marketing content mm. like yeah. we we've recently done our website which was, yeah. uh, took us about five Saturdays to do yeah. okay um, that's impressive we do all of our tweets and Instagrams and often I'll have an idea and then I'll WhatsApp images yeah. to Emma <laughs> and then it's just yeah. like this constant like flurry and yeah. they're like are you sure you can edit it as soon as I post it you know <laughs> um, yeah. so there's that um, the accounting I do you, I've yeah, yeah, had a background do. in project management so Fantastic. accounting and all of that kind of number invoicing. stuff I generally take care of and all the invoicing we do we use like an online system yeah. Zero, yeah. Uh, which helps massively yeah. because I don't know if we didn't have that how we'd be doing it just it. does yeah. everything for you like you the, the re- and a lot of the tools out there are free yes. so I recommend what did we have before Zero? Wave Wave, wave so yeah. if you're thinking of doing this Wave is a great yeah. Um, so it's it literally is just about being a bit smarter yeah. in yeah. how you're doing it, and and it can feel overwhelming. But we use Google Docs, so we yeah. you know collaborate yeah. on things, and we um, you know we both take photos, and it's just about like you will yeah. start doing more things yeah, in the day. But because hopefully it's something that you're interested in, it's just you know yeah. the energy is there. Yeah, I mean we have um, a mentor through Virgin yeah. who. Oh we, right, yeah. So tell me a little bit about yeah. the Virgin thing. So uh, yeah, so we're basically a Virgin startup funded company, which yeah. means that we essentially applied through them for a loan so we mm. each have a personal loan with them which yeah. is great I mean it's really low interest and right. it gives you the upfront capital you need to help, help have a you know a healthy cash flow so yeah. you can actually start up the business put in the orders for bottles and all of that right. kind of yeah, stuff sure. which you know can be large upfront costs yeah. Um, and yeah with that you get exposure to kind of the virgin family mm-hmm. you know trains and gyms and everything yeah. which is oh, great okay. but mm. you also have a mentor for a year mm-hmm. um, so our mentor you know they, they try and basically pair you with people the skills that you require yeah. but don't have sure um, so a lot of that was kind of accounting and stuff because yeah. although you know I, I, like we can do it it's still good to have someone kind of yeah. in the know so you know financing investment um, and that kind of thing is really you know the kind of big business advice yeah. that we get from our mentor yeah. and we also have another mentor um, who we found previously yeah. before we started oh, with Virgin right. who's like an expert in the kind of foodie oh, stuff right. so he's been really helpful yeah. in sort of pointing us in the direction of like I don't know I mean for a while we were considering like um, doing UHD and stuff back in the day yeah, before yeah. we kind of figured out what we were mm-hmm. doing and um, yeah he kind of got us in touch with factories and stuff that yeah. might have been able to help yeah. so yeah and just talking to other people that have businesses and startups and yeah it's really interesting yeah. actually because you um, there's this there's this change that happens in your life when you start yeah. doing something that you can't really relate to your usual kind of like friends about yeah. because yeah. they you know some people will immediately be like oh why you know is it just a side project or I thought you were happy in your job or you know those kind (laughs) of like classic things but you 
you naturally will gravitate towards other people that are doing similar stuff yeah. and you kind of form this startup tribe yeah. um, and we've connected with other a lot of other female entrepreneurs okay. yeah. in the foodie space yeah. and also in the social enterprise space because yeah. we're okay. a social enterprise yep. um, so basically social enterprises means that your business is more than profit mm -hmm. and you have a greater purpose beyond yeah. the product you sell um, so ours is that we give 10% um, of our profits from every shake sold to uh, wildlife and environmental conservation oh, projects yeah. and we currently focus that on elephant and rhino conservation in Kenya yeah. oh, wow. with Lewa Wildlife. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that gives us something else extra, you know, that we do that really doesn't take much more to kind of change your business model to, to do these kind of yeah. things, but it just means that you have a greater purpose, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that, I mean, um, we met someone earlier in this series, uh, Laren's Cafe, and it's Laren and Schumann's Cafe in Peckham. And it really is about creating a space which actually serves community yeah. as much as it's serving coffee and cake. Yeah, you know, but yeah. for her, that's the reason for being perhaps more so than making it necessarily hugely profitable. And it yeah, makes yeah. it a really interesting space. And so yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, if I if I thought like 10 years ago that I, I you know, when I grew up, I was going to be a dairy-free milkshake maker, <laughs> that would have been really weird, you yeah, know? Yeah. But because it's actually more than that, it's a brand that we're building yeah. and it's, yeah. this, it's this healthier lifestyle and this better yeah. option that we're giving. It's like so much more, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, you mentioned business model and you also said, you know, it's so much more than just... Mm just selling the shakes it is a brand and there's a bit of a lifestyle to it so do you have a sort of a business plan now which is set out for the next five years and is it something that you had from the beginning or mm. something that you change and work on mm -mm. well you actually started writing a business plan before we had the business and I was like what is going on here <laughs> this is so intense um, and then with Virgin you needed to have a business right, plan as well okay. mm. so we basically took what we already had that yeah. Roxy had slaved her Saturdays away on yeah. um, and we this really crazy document I mean, I mean how many it was like 30 pages or something wow. and it was yeah it's the whole thing it's the cash you yeah. know financial forecast the five year business plan yeah. everything but I mean we've come across I mean looking back at our business plan now we've yeah. changed so many times and we've we've recently done another much shorter version of that <laughs> business plan yeah. um, because initially you know we were really thinking that we were going to be in markets every weekend right. that we wanted to be in all of these like um, stores and then multiples um, yeah. as in like you know big supermarkets yeah, and stuff see, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we were like no actually we were focusing on the daily trade because you know we have a fresh product yeah. and it makes sense to be in offices it makes sense yeah. to be in gyms it makes sense you know to still partner with you know our favourite kind of local producers and, yeah. and stuff like that so I mean it's gone through so many different mm. variations now <laughs> yeah and I think it's it's been important it's important to just write down your idea yeah. and I okay. think that that's what I was trying to do before we even started in in the kitchen was I was just trying to scope out what this looks like and that's because of my background I was always so used to doing that for other yes. people yeah yeah um, but, I mean, yeah, our business plan has changed so much. And I think that if you're thinking about doing this, is to just think of it as a business document that is a breathing, you know, agile thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in terms of how we plan now is in three months, six months, 12 months. Yeah. And it's very like, ASOS. Yeah. Very <laughs> ASOS, actually. Yeah. Because five years is it's actually a long time. time. And who knows what's going to happen yeah. and the things that come yeah. up, whether it's different for you, like yeah. different nuts, like actually what if the love is yeah. all for dairy again. 100%. You want to be flexible, but you've now got a brand yeah. that actually should be able to move. Yeah, and, and even a different that. platform, Snapchat, exactly. all yeah. of a sudden your social strategy totally. is different, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. like everything can change. So mm. three months, yeah, so three months, six months and twelve months. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I think that we're focusing on a lot on how we can get volume. Yeah. yeah. How Emma and I can stop making it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to get a Wednesday night back oh, would, oh, be, would be like a godsend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be, and figuring out, okay, well, what does that look like? Because we know that our current flavors are so uh, labor intensive that we might have to change things. Yeah. You know, but as long as we. I mean, that's why it's been yeah. so important to be sampling in Selfridges and stuff, because we get instant market yeah. feedback all yeah. the time. So, yeah. I mean, we everything is really small run at the moment. We have like short-run labels, which means that we can be really agile. So, yeah. you know, if we start to realize that actually there's a trend, like people want more of this or less yeah. of that in a product, or they're tasting something we wouldn't really want them to taste, yeah. then we're like, okay, that's it. Like, we can, you know, yeah. be really agile and change yeah. stuff change. up. Mm. Um, yeah. So, I wanted to ask you... So the the business just sounds amazing and it sounds incredibly well organised. But obviously, <laughs> with any job, woman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really enjoy my, enjoy my job here. But there are times when you have days that you're like, oh my god, I've just like, such a headache. And why why is it not going in the right direction? Yeah. Or from a personality point of view, you're like, wow, she was in a bit of a bad mood today. Yeah. Um, how does it work? Because you two work together and you live yeah. together. Like, and we're a couple. And yeah. you're a couple. So how do you get time? Um, well, I think generally, you know, thankfully our personalities yeah. match quite well. Um, yeah. And I feel like we've yet to have a day when we're both like, sod this. Okay. Um, so generally we can kind of pull each other out right. of any, you know, lulls that there may be. Because yeah. there are definitely those times when it's just yeah. like, I just want to learn the sofa with my dog. Yeah. And watch whatever on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And you just can't. Because no. it's like, oh God, no, we've got to do all this, this and this. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, like... You know, focusing on each other's strengths. So, you know, Roxy knows what she's really good at. I know yeah. what I'm really good at. And we try and basically support each other to do the stuff that we have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that just be each other's cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is actually an important... I think it is just about dividing and conquering. Yeah. Um, and I think that when you're in a relationship as well, there's that added accountability of you like you just don't want to let the other person down. No, yeah, yeah that's You true. know, I think that some people, if they're friends or if they're mm-hmm. family, there's a lot more of a history. Yeah and a context and they, you know things might not go so well so I think I think within the first three months you can decipher whether you can work with this person or not yeah. and if you both have got such a shared goal and a strong sense of purpose yeah. and, and different skills that are complementary yeah. then yeah. it's awesome yeah. Um, but yeah I mean it's been it's been absolutely it's been mega hard like yeah. it's, it's been completely life changing yeah. because you just we're doing so much all the time yeah but what keeps us I think going and I mean because you just have to keep moving forward is that we book in holidays and like small things like a Saturday brunch becomes like oh my god I can't wait you know (laughs) where are we going to go this is going to be amazing Um, so holidays and then also just focusing on like when you start making money from it as well, you start yeah. going, okay, actually, this could be something bigger than what we yeah. even imagined yeah. beyond a nine to five kind of job. Yeah. So that keeps us going, you know. Yeah. So to ask a kind of question, you're making money from it enough to pay yourself some sort of salary, or is Not it yet? Not, Not yet. quite yet. Not quite yet. Enough to enough to cover all of our costs. Great. Yeah. And enough to um, start kind of building up a little bit more capital yeah. Um, yeah but I think that early next year we're going to look at how we can raise money Great. and yeah. what what route we should explore yeah. and which one makes sense for our yeah. business yeah. Um, yeah no definitely I mean particularly at this time where you know we've only been sort of live in the market yeah. for a couple of months and there's a lot of stuff that's still you know 
big big money items so yes. it's like getting huge batches of labels produced yeah. or uh, you know paying off the designers and yeah. things like that that you know people we've worked with so there's a lot of those big upfront costs which mean mm. that although yeah we make profit yeah. and we you know we, we, we look at it and we're like oh that's a good income yeah by the time you've kind of then taken into account those big mm. invoices you're like we're still in the green yeah. but uh, <laughs> you know maybe maybe next month we'll pay someone yeah. Yeah. we'll pay you yeah and what if you had sort of like what's been your highlight you know of the last and I perhaps it's actually let's take a highlight from the time that you've been sort of like live so since the yeah. summer what's been the best thing since I, I mean for me I think getting an email from Selfridges like hey right. we've seen your brand yeah. and it looks sick uh, you know can we try them and I was just like oh my god yeah, um, that was running around amazing. the house. Like, yeah, I did yeah. my dance, and that was good. Yeah, and I think, I think yeah, two things. I think the first sampling in Selfridges. Yeah. I was so nervous, and I had so much adrenaline. And there's like, you know, the food hall is so fabulous. Yeah, it's like amazing. the lights and everything. Yeah. You kind of feel like you're like, <laughs> like in your own little movie. Yeah. Um, so setting up that table, setting up the sampling, yeah. starting to talk to customers, and they go, "Oh, is this your brand?" And you're like, "Yeah, it's mine." They're like, oh, "Wow, how did you start?" You know. Yeah. yeah. And then going to see seeing someone actually pick it off the shelf and buy it and walk to the grocery and kind of like giving them a nice wave, like, <laughs> "Thank you for your support." Like, yeah. that was definitely a highlight. Um, and then doing our first funding to build the elephant corridor oh gosh of course yeah you know that big thing that big one <laughs> so yeah. um, that was our so we contributed to the building of an elephant corridor that basically allows elephants to cross the road safely oh, yeah. wow. in uh, Kenya um, and it's in the process of like being built but they've already done one and this is the second one um, and other animals like Hyena and yeah. zebra are have now are now using it yeah. too. So that is not yeah. something many people could say, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you need today. Well, yeah. essentially, helped hyena <laughs> cross the road. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's so yeah, fantastic. we made our first contribution there, yeah. like at the end of once we've wrapped up last quarter, and we, yeah. and we made that first payment, and that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So I think yeah. there was one thing that you wanted to tell. You know, somebody who's really, you know, got a great idea. Um, but they're umming and ahhing about whether to do it, you know. What would you say to them, you know, sort of like, what's the one piece of advice you would give? Just do it! <laughs> like that Shia LaBeouf video. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's interesting, because a lot of people that we've talked yeah. to have said, it's just, you know, whether it's that fuck it attitude, whether it's you've just got to, like, yeah. go for it, because you, you, you know, you're not going to regret it, regardless yeah. of how it turns yeah. out. I think, you know, stay, stay employed... Yeah. And while you're employed, you do like start living this double life of okay, in your yeah. evenings, start writing down your idea yeah. and yeah. look at other brands or other entrepreneurs that you like mm -hmm. and start to see how they've done it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going for it, not being afraid to do it. Yeah. Because if you you know, failing is learning. Like there is no kind of recipe and exact um, like steps to succeed. Yeah. yeah. So it genuinely does just come down to just starting. Yeah. If we didn't start it in the kitchen we wouldn't have made yeah. it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And if we didn't have this idea of like, actually, it would be really nice to see this, let's try it, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So yeah. taking the small step, even writing it down or, or like grabbing that Twitter, you know, handle yeah. of yeah. the name or, or uh, registering a company, it only costs, I think, £17 to register a company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get that in the post and it's got your brand name on it, it's like things start to become real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just like make it real. Yeah. Because the moment you do that, it's something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, and that's all it is. It's possibly just two nights a week and on the weekend of just yeah. doing it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to like go crazy mm. to begin with and get like an office and employ loads of people. You can yeah. start really small. You don't have to, yeah. you know, 
put everything on the line. Yeah. You don't have to worry about whether you're going to go bankrupt. You can just, you know, start yeah. small, work hard, and stick with it because it's going to get really hairy. Yeah. But and I think you know. and talk to people that you respect. So friends. Yeah. Friends who are already supportive and positive, yeah, and friends or even like colleagues or peers that you can trust, yeah, yeah. Um, because sometimes if people do say an idea to someone who might, who might naturally be a kind of glass half empty kind of person, you might they might put you down, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So it's quite important to to just like identify people in your life that you respect and that are supportive and positive. Talk to them about your idea. Start sounding it out, um, and then just start research. Yeah, you know, research what the gaps are. Research like. If you were a customer, are you solving a problem for them? Are you making something that you just would love to see that's not yeah. there? Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. that's literally just where you start. Well, that was absolutely fantastic advice. It's really good. <laughs> um, thank you so much for sharing the story. It just sounds brilliant. And I wish you all the best. Awesome. Really thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much for having yeah, us. It's been you. awesome it's been to amazing. meet you. Cool. Thank you. That was Roxy and Emma with their big idea, Soap Shakes and Co. Don't forget to tune in next week to listen to another episode of My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. And you can always download and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode on Acast, iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Until then, thanks, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.